Okay, good evening everybody. So we are on Parak Hamishi, which is, I must say, this chapter, this Parak, is, is a heavy dose of Kabbalah, uh, but a lot to gain and glean from. Uh, so the, the next Mida, now actually, in Kabbalah, um, Chabad, which we just did, Chachma, Bina, and then there's Das, but we, we actually did Keser, which is Kabbalistically even higher. Keser, Chachma, Bina, is called the Moichen. It's the, 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 the more the faculties, the, the intellect of how God interacts with the world, so to speak. The next seven, starting with what we're doing today, Chesed, then Gvuro, um, Chesed, Gvuro, Tiferes, then Netzach, Hoyd, Yisoyed, Malchus are all character, the attributes of God. So it's a little bit different how God, so to speak, interacts with the world. And Chesed, which is the first of these attributes, of course, we all know what Chesed means, kindness. Um, is Ketad Yergo Ha'adab Atzma means Chesed. How should we emulate, follow, and train ourselves to follow God's attribute of Chesed? Iker Knisas El Soyed HaChesed, the main way to enter to the Soyed, the secret of Chesed is Le'ehov as Hashem Tachlis Ava, right? To, to absolutely love a Kodesh Baruch Hu. What does that mean? Shloyaniach Avodaso Lishum Siba, which means we're so to be so devoted to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, so devoted to Hashem, that we don't, no matter what comes our way, it doesn't pull us away from Hashem and His Torah. Right? We're so in love, right? you know, um, on a very crude level. Um, actually, this person is a rabbi for many years. When we're Bachrim, uh, uh, many, many years ago, I had a friend, a Chavrusa of mine, and he was dating, he got engaged, and I said to him, I actually had a shidduch idea, when did I engaged, I actually had a shidduch idea for you. And this guy said to him, I would, I, am, I would never consider anyone else. I don't even hear what idea you would have had. You know, if a person's happily married, they can't imagine not only living with anyone else, being married to anyone else, but spending time, obviously we all need a break, but the point is, the marriage is the ichor. Um, and the same, t- the same thing uh, is with our relationship with Hashem, only more so. That a Jew who loves Hashem, no, no, you know, whether, when they go on vacation or the job they'll pick, the house they will get, um, you know, when they move somewhere, I, 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 you know, I often, I lived in multiple cities over the, over the time, but wherever I was, wherever I was, I could tell right away um, to an extent, when people would call about living, so whether it was in San Jose, when it's in Philadelphia, Lakewood, or now in Chicago, or, you know, or people call me about Miami, where I grew up, what their questions are, uh, if their questions are about, you know, purely uh, houses and blocks and whether, you know, nice parks um, or getting, you know, fancy, if that's all they're asking, if they're not asking what's close to a shoal or a kolal, um, or where there are, you know, good kids to play with for my kids, like, religiously. So, 
can tell what they can, what they're concerned about, where, where their heads are. A, a, a Jew who loves Hashem, not only will they not end up sinning or, or, or doing vices, which take them away from that relationship, but the, the questions that they have, the vacation they take. Um, you know, again, I, I'm not judging anyone. I, to me, it is surreal for a man to take a vacation where he can't get a minion. I just, I just understand people who have it, have it as, as a, in the realm of possibility. Um, now, if, can I find a leniency? Yeah, I can find a leniency, but I'm just like, why? It's not a question you have, you know, but why? Why would you want to do that? That's what I don't understand. I would say that you can't, you're, you're, you're sinning necessarily, but why? Right? You know, um, you know, it, it, when a person, so when a person can come to chesed on a high level, you have to come to a level of shabnei, never not there should be no other love in this world like the love of Hashem. Now that doesn't mean that when a person sits and learns all day and all day, a person takes a break, a person, like, you know, uh, takes care of his body, and, and he may need to have some forms of relaxation or the vacation. And it could even be, it could even be that for whatever reason, the only way his body can relax, you know, or, or be rebooted is going to somewhere with Islam. And that may be, but it all has to be a calculation to connect to Hashem. You can't be just be, oh, I was never in whatever place, and even though there's no minion, I would love to see it. You can go a lot, right? There, there means, the 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 litmus test is is you're thinking about your relationship because you love Hashem you never want anything to take you away from that love relationship. But Lazet now this is the beginning of Chesed. Now we'll see what, what does it have to do with Chesed. It talks about Ahavas Hashem, love of Hashem. Why is that connected uh, to Chesed? Let's say Yisakin Tchilat Sarchi Avodaso. Now the Achar Kach Hamleiser Yeh L'Shart Sarchi. And if you love Hashem. If you love Hashem, the, your first thought is going to be, how am I going to serve Hashem? And then you'll think about the other things which are less important. Uh, many years ago, I imagine most, many people that's called me, people who are here in this class, have either heard of him or read his book, Stephen Covey had the seven habits of successful people, uh, mostly taken from, you know, ideas that he may or may not realize he was a Mormon, uh, but from... Original, the, root, the original ideas come from Torah thoughts. Probably the first time you see such an idea in the world would be in Torah thoughts, most of them. Although his examples weren't always so aye, aye, aye. Um, But Stephen Covey, one of his first chapters, and I haven't read this book for many decades already now, or a couple of decades, was first things first. Right? You've got to put the big rocks in. He has a, a muscle about a, a jar if you want to fit a lot of rocks in. And you have big rocks in the middle, sized rocks and small rocks. Well, the first rocks you gotta get in are the big rocks. Because if you put the small rocks in, the big rocks won't fit. But if you put the big rocks in, the small rocks will jiggle in, and, you know, you know, they'll jiggle around and, 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 and land down around the big rocks. And really, life is like that. And the only way a person will be able to pick big things first, um, and we'll see this with Chesed, to, put, to make room, space, emotionally, spiritually, time-wise, is if a person loves Hashem and puts the big things uh, first and plans their life and their lifestyle, their life and their lifestyle accordingly. Um, you know, for the San Jose folk who are on this call, 
you know, um, that the, 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 you know, I remember, you know, for many of the men, in particular, when we talk about going to Minyan. So, I, uh, for the, <laughs> I, my brother, I was just doing this petition for the Kaisal. So, I was in, when I was in North Miami Beach a couple of weeks ago, I got a lot of people to sign up for the Kaisal petition. So, my brother says, you're a missionary. My brother, my brother doesn't know anything. So, a missionary, you see, even see nothing. You see, we see all the, all the cure of all the fun. I'm the same way for everything. If I believe in something, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to stop. And, you know, and, you know, when I would try to get people to go to Minion uh, in San Jose, uh, some of them, the regulars, some people you never have to say boo to. You know, if, if they're not a minion, you think, what in the world happened to me? There's a flu, you, 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 everything's okay. Uh, other people were hit and miss, you get a couple, and some people just didn't do it. And you're like, you say, well, why didn't you ever see a minion? And I'm not talking about a person who wasn't there religiously. That's already, you have to get a person step by step, build up. But why aren't you coming to a minion? Oh, well, I go to sleep late, it's hard for me, my schedule, I need exercise. Oh, exercise gets all gets you know. Someone tell me Shalom bias gets to tell my wife, and almost always, the the real truth was it it was not a priority, and it was a nice thing. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But when you prioritize that, I remember one individual. I told them to learn Dafiomi, which is a beyond minion, and their spouse wanted to shoot me. I mean, like Mama, shoot me. Uh, not in a nice way. Like, Person has no time. Why am I telling you to do that? Feel me. Yeah, the person do, did that. Feel me. It's very, very, very thankful. I believe till this day. But the point is, is if you don't change your lifestyle, if you don't prioritize things, it ain't gonna happen, right? If you want to get to Minion, and this is right now for the men for a second. If you want to get to Minion, you need to make it part of your lifestyle. It has to be a love. If you want to learn Dafiomi, right? You gotta be part of your life, and it gotta be something you love. Right, and if you want to spend time with your family, sometimes it's like that. You know, whatever it is, you know. And for the ladies, sometimes you know there are people who uh, I'll pick. You know, for the working ladies right now, having guests on Shabbos, it's a you know when you have a working lady, especially if she's young kids, it's on top of it, having guests. Well, if it's important to you to do a mitzvah which we'll get to later in the chapter, you will plan out four days in advance to figure out your week to get the guests on Shabbos, and you'll invite the guests. You know, one of the one of the books that I read many many moons ago, but I would always highly recommend is All for the Boss, um, where you had a Herman uh, who was living in America in the 1920s, 1910s, 1930s, and completely devoted to Torah Chesed, particularly Chesed. Some of his children and grandchildren uh, would be great, great Torah scholars and leaders. But his essence, he's a not very learned person, was a chesed. And you, the man couldn't eat a Friday night meal unless he had dozens of guests at his house. And if a big rov would come to the city, he would go get him. You know, there's a famous story that Baruch Bear, Baruch Bear, that's one of the G'dayle Hadar, someone who, who the yeshivas learned to this very old day. His Sefer Bircha Shmuel is, is learned to many, many yeshivas who was known as a tzaddik, and he, when, he, when he was going to America during the time of the Great Depression, in the 1930s, um, Great Depression affected the whole world, and the Lithuanian yeshivas had, first of all, anti-Semitic governments uh, who oppressed the local population, both Poland, really it was Poland uh, at that point, uh, were, 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 were oppressive of the Jews, and they financially ruined many Jews, and on top of that, 
it was a depression. So many of the Rosh Yeshivas were forced to come collecting in the America. And he came to, and he asked in America, right? He asked in America, who could he eat by? Because Kashrus in the 1930s in the United States, there's, we live in a world today, we say, Baruch Hashem, you can have OU and Chavkei and, and Triangle, oh, not Triangle, okay. <laughs> not Triangle, okay. Star K, uh, and the Israeli Hachsherim and, and many of the Chesisha you can get kosher food left and right, Chavkei, whatever it may be, the RCC, right? Whatever, and there's plenty, in those days, they had the first Hachsher, I think, was. 19, like, around 1910, 12, was the Heinz ketchup. So you can buy Heinz ketchup, had the OU. Heinz ketchup. There are very few products that had kashras. Homes, what you would call Orthodox Jews then, were not what we call today, because many of them did not have a yeshiva or day school training. They would grow up in the shtetl, and they were Orthodox through osmosis, through living around there. And when they came to America, Living in the Lower East Side or in Williamsburg or in Brooklyn or 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 or, in the, or Woodmere Laser or anywhere else in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, they were not surrounded by Vilna or Minsk or Budapest or wherever they were or Warsaw. They were surrounded by a very different culture, and many of these so so to speak Orthodox Jews were very lax. So Baruch Bar said, "Where can I eat?" So he said, "Is it?" They told him, "Is a Yid of Yaakov Yosef Herman, who is in America, and the Rosh Shivas eat by him." His kashris is 100% good and he loves having guests. And he even more than that, he loves having G'daylam Rosh Yeshiva's Rabbanim. So he said, they said, he said, so how am I going to contact him to get to stay in his house? Um, and they said, don't worry, he'll find you. The guy, Baruch Bear, takes a boat, a boat, for weeks. Push it for weeks. You know, you know, to get to America, know, two weeks, three weeks, give time getting through Europe, crossing the Atlantic, you know, he had to travel from Lithuania to get to Germany, to, to Dresden, where they were going to travel out, two weeks, whatever it would have, been, would have been, comes to America, gets to the port, gets to the port, uh, to meet Rabbi Yaakov Herman, who he never contacted. Now, Rabbi Yaakov Herman, the morning of Baruch Bear arrives, um, in the middle of the day, sees a newspaper, the Jewish newspaper, and he looks at it for a second and says, Great Rosh Hashiva, Baruch Bear, Rosh Hashiva of Kamenetz, comes to New York today. He immediately, he was a businessman, stopped everything he was doing, and he ran to the port. And when he asked, where did this boat come from? It was from Germany, there was just Lithuanian passengers, there was a big rabbi on it, and, they, and he, they, had, they had arrived apparently a couple hours earlier. And so Rabbi Yaakov then went looking around to find out where Baruch Bear was, and he came to the hotel, he knocks on the door of the room, and they, they, the person asks, who is this? And he says, my name is Yaakov Yosef Herman, I came to invite Rosh Shiva. it was his son-in-law, Reuven Grozovsky, who would eventually be Rosh Shiva in Torvadas, based measure Olyon in New York, one of the few daily I in America after the Holocaust, who at the time was in Lithuania, and he said, oh, we were waiting for you. <laughs> now, this story is amazing. He said, we were waiting for you. We, we knew you would come. So he takes it to his house. Now, listen to the story. When Baruch Bear could leave Lithuania, take a trip, go to Germany, have no idea that this Japanese person never contacted him his whole life. Rebbe never met him. 
And everything happened. You know why? Because of Yaakov Yosef Herman. This is why it happened. Because of Yaakov Yosef Herman loved Hashem and loved the Chesed. It didn't make his whole life was that. So not only did Hashem, in Hashemayim, you know, Hashem gives opportunities for those who want who want them. You, if a person wants ruchnius, a person wants spirituality, Hashem will give them. It's actually a Gemara. That the direction a person wants to go, Hashem will lead him. What's the Malichan? Plural. And the Gemara says in Machis' statement, so the, the Marsha, the great uh, 16th century sage, who my wife, Grada, who incidentally is a descendant of, the Marsha comments that the Malachan, the spiritual angel, will lead you to that place. You want something, you desire something, you want to be great in something, that's where you will end up. So, so at one level, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef Herman wanted to do chesed, wanted to have guests, wanted to honor sages. And so his essence was that way, and he was given those opportunities. But also, he was singularly focused. So much so, he was so focused that people in Lithuania can tell her, Baruch Bear, don't worry. He will find you. He will find you. That means, when a, when a person wants to do chesed, and a person wants to emulate Hashem, you need to love Hashem. You need to want to do that. And you've got to prioritize that. It doesn't happen anyways. It happen otherwise. So whether you want to get to Minyan, or you want to learn Dafyomi, or you want to have guests, or you want to increase the bar in another way, you need to love Hashem and want to do Hashem's Ratzon. Right? And then, in, in different strokes for different folks, some people, you know, a little more emphasis to this, other folks, a little emphasis in this. But if you want something, and you love Hashem, and you prioritize it, then, then it happens. In chesed, in real chesed, not coasting chesed, not the comfort sort of chesed, but real chesed comes when a person has a starka, serious desire, and a serious love of Hashem. This love should be fixed firmly in his heart. And listen to this. A person loves Hashem and looking to chesed. This is actually a very interesting angle. Whether Hashem is then giving you good, uh, whether a person um, is, um, is uh, getting actually suffering, chastisement, you should realize that that's love. Hey, that's how a person loves Hashem. When you know things are challenging and difficult, and actually, this is Yaakov Yosef Herman. <laughs> you want to hear a love of you know, challenging? He had to go to Europe at one point, and he didn't miss Minion. He didn't miss Minion. And he was in, I think, France or Belgium, or wherever he was in northern France, or where there was no Minion or Belgium, and it was nighttime, and he was not, he realized he could not get a Myrev, and somebody told him that you can get to England, and in England, there will be a Myrev. So he took a plane, and those, this is the 1930s. It's not like t- today. You know what? First of all, it was a fortune. Second of all, planes were not... Uh, truth is, you didn't have to wear a mask. That was okay. You didn't have to wear a mask the whole time. Okay. You didn't have to, you didn't have to take your shoes off. But taking a plane then was not Pasha like it is today. Most people, by the way, when they would travel to Israel till the mid-1960s, the normal way was a boat. <laughs> they didn't take planes to Israel. They take boats. Um, so, you know, he gets on this plane, he gets a Marev. What does that mean? It means even when it's challenging, and even sometimes people have not just missing mitzvahs, to, to opportunities, real challenges, real difficulties, whether it's financial real difficulties, sicknesses in the family, chas shalom, shalom bites, whatever it may be, 
those challenges, and a person who's doing their due diligence, a person gets sick because they smoke, they didn't get sick because of Hashem, they, they killed themselves. Or the person takes a knife and stabs himself, you smoke, you're stabbing yourself. What all do you think you're doing? Slowly stabbing the lungs, pricking the lungs. Right? A person never takes care of themselves and, or jumps off a bridge. A person you know, comes home uh, and is obnoxious and rude to their family members, you're going to have Shalom Bayez. You're going to have Shalom Bayez. But sometimes the person's the nicest person in the world. They come home and they just have Shalom Bayez problems. Sometimes the person exercises and eats healthy, normal, normally healthy, and they still get sick. Or their family gets sick. Or sometimes the person works hard and they still can't make up for Nasa. You know, and they have challenges and difficulty in chastisement. Yeah, if a person still realizes that even whether they can be totally understand it or not, they understand that this is their role. This is what Hashem is giving them for them to excel. Now, I'm not going to talk about it now, but I've talked about it previously, I believe, even in this year, but certainly over the years, when I was in California, and even here about drushas. Um, should I have a good drusha? I, sc- I spoke in the school last year. Uh, it's on, on Think Torah about Gvura. Uh, uh, about about resilience and how it's not linear and how that was during COVID. I mean, if a person wants to be great, they need to be resilient. So, but, you know, they have to have that thing of resilience. But it's not just resilience. A person has to be cognizant and understand and be uh, be aware. Of. I was going to mention Yosef Atzadik, his greatness. I'm sorry, his greatness came because he was able to have one year of the wife of Potiphar as after his brothers had sold him after his challenging and being sold, a year of the wife of Partifar is trying to seduce him and overcome that, and then 12 years in prison, and just day in, day in, day out, not give up, love Hashem, realizing I don't understand why I'm sitting in a dark prison, kidnapped away from my family, in no contact, and by the way, the prison those days were in pits, they didn't cut, you know, no showers, no rights, no, no hope of, of, of being redeemed, really, right, most people in those days would die he has prisoners in a pit without ever being showering, shaving, etc., with no real rights. I mean, it would be normal for most people to give up or, or to be bittered, angry, right? Um, cynical at some level. But Yosef, everything, no, I this is my best. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Nowhere else, that in a sunny, warm. But no, if Hashem put me here, it doesn't mean jump in a pit. But if that, the mazel is, I'm supposed to be in it, the hashkacha is, I'm supposed to be in a pit, then that's what Hashem wants, and that I'll love it, and I'll love the situation. And actually, we say in the Shema, uh, however God treats you with every attribute that Hashem treats you, including this is chesed. And the way a person does it, it's a chesed, means it's kindness to appreciate wherever Hashem puts you. It is a kindness to appreciate that wherever Hashem puts you, um, that is um, the best. And Im Sasaran Agazumaha Malchus, Im Hayos Shipulas Hadin, and even though there's a level of judgment, it is Kshura Bechesed. It is Kshura Bechesed, it's always connected to Chesed, and that's actually a Chesed for Hashem. When we realize, um, you know, um, that everything that Hashem does for us is chesed. That itself is a chesed. We're connecting. It's a chesed to, to appreciate that, the, the, you know, let, let me ask you a question. And this is even human 
you know, if your spouse buys you something and it's not what you wanted, uh, it's not what you wanted. Maybe you need it. Forget it. Forget what you need it. Or somebody makes you a dinner or a lot. You say thank you. You appreciate it. It may not even be what you wanted, right? You appreciate it. That, and if you don't, you're missing the boat. And especially here, where we may not understand it. Like the other day, my kid needed medicine. Now this kid, and he didn't take medicine for a few days. Um, and it didn't taste good. It didn't taste good. He needed the medicine. For, you know, he was was not. Uh, he needed the medicine. So you know, my my wife's trying to, to get him to get the medicine. She's offering him ice cream, kindness ice cream. This that get to take his medicine, and he didn't want to take it because it tastes disgusting. Now the kid needs the medicine. It tastes disgusting. So if you're in the kid's brain right now, he's thinking, why in the world do I take this disgusting medicine? It tastes gross. Why are my parents making me do this? We live the same way. We need the medicine sometimes. We can either... It may, not, it may taste gross. <laughs> it may taste absolutely gross. <laughs> but we need it. Yosef was able to appreciate that and rise to greatness. The, the, it's a chesed. It's a chesed. We bring chesed to the world. We're mamtikistim. When we... When we... When we appreciate and love Hashem and have that devotion and dedication, right? That brings us to all the go back to Herman. Imagine he came to the port and Rebach Bear said no to him. And fifty thousand times he got no's and rejections. But if he wants to do the chesed, if he wants to do the chesed, then that is the essence, right? That's the essence of, of the ability to connect to Hashem. Right? And that, you know, and even if it gets no and it gets rejected, you know, there, there are people who try to do good things and it just doesn't happen. Or, they, they, you know, for whatever reason, a person has to be cognizant of where it's all nechaste, uh, and that brings actually chaste to Actually, you just saw in Mashkir Chavlik, Salman, when he talks about chesed and, and loving Hashem, he says this is the goal, the aspirational goal that we should all try uh, to head to Shia Kovudoseinu, all of our service, the Amaleinu, and Toil, Tamid Mukdashim, and he says, particular with Chesed, in order to do Chesed, um, it's you have to think about others, right? Whether it's you know, um, is Mukdashim, the You have to think about the good of the Tzibor, Shloinish not to do not any action or even movement or have any pleasure which is not going to benefit other people which means you're constantly thinking well, how could I do what could I do to benefit others can we move on and he says of course um, you, you, you have to take care of yourself as well I'm skipping a little bit by the way, when you take, when you have self-care, right, I, I'm going to give you an example. I'm not at this level, but my wife is way closer to this level than I am. She, a lot of her self-care is because she knows she has to go to sleep early, not just for herself, but for the kids. You know, because and she has to cook and in the morning, the day, and there's carpool. I mean, I'm telling her day, it's crazy. Like, you know, it, there's carpools. Uh, very little carpool actually, but there's getting, getting the kids to the bus or historically carpools or 
gutting the kids' dinner and supper and doctor meetings and babies in the middle of the night and dinner set and then and it's like all day long. It's like doesn't end. It's twenty four seven. And then you know, my oldest is about to start shidduchin or start shidduchin, and then this one is going to, to, to the nursery, I, 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 and it's all day. And when she's taking care of herself, when she's literally taking care of the ten kids and me and anyone else she interacts with, she interacts with other people and plenty of communal things as well. But the point is, is even self care. Is if I don't take care of myself, I can't help my children. I'm just making it easy. Forgetting the neighbors who need a meal or whatever, or someone to, to help them come close to Hashem, care of wise. If she, in easy, in my own house, my wife doesn't take care of herself, then the whole house is going to collapse at some level. So even a person who is aspirational for chesed, not that they want, do they think about people and others, everything they're doing, their self care comes out as well. So if they need a break, they need to exercise to be healthy. They're thinking, if I'm not healthy, I can't serve Hashem, I can't help other people. Should we talk about so, we're taking care of so, you're thinking it's Kedusha, and I'm helping the world. I'm helping other people. Like, I know people who work not for themselves. They're thinking of their family, their children, the, the, the charities they give to. The community they help to support. They're not living, they're not working for themselves. Now, you know, and the more a person thinks beyond, so the higher level of chesed uh, they, they are. So when they fix themselves, they're fixing uh, uh, other people as, as well. That's the level. And, and when a person not only lives that way on a, a, a personal level as far as wanting to do, but also even as far as Hashem, right? they want to do chesed, if you want to be just going back to a good parent to give my wife to give medicine, there's many things in life. When you're a parent, you wake up in the middle of the night for all kinds of stuff. And some things make sense, some keep complaining, and there's discipline, and there's a million things that are going on, right? You, you, you know, you have to appreciate the situation. Like, I may understand right now, but you know, when you, everything I'm doing it has a benefit, right? And it's all about if we love Hashem, that's why you have to go back to loving Hashem. We, we appreciate that everything Hashem is giving to us, whether we're cognizant, whether we're aware of it or not, is for our good, and that itself is a chesed to appreciate that. That, by the way, says the Torah uh, is the Mida was the character trait of Nocham Ish Gamzu. Now, Nocham Ish Gamzu, um, I'm actually, you know. Um, let's see, he was sumavish to the He was blind to eyes. He had lost. He had amputated his two hands and legs. His body, so he lost. He was missing full hands and legs. His body was filled with boils. He lived in complete poverty, uh, his, including his furniture, um, and yet he sat. Every day, smiling and teaching Torah uh, to, to to students. Now, Nachamish Gamzu actually had prayed to be punished because he once, on a very high level, messed up with a poor person. Um, that's not for right now. But the point is, is of Nachamish Gamzu, who was one of the teachers, the early teachers of Rabbi Akiva, he was he, who coined the term Gamzu Latoyva. That everything is for the best. Leave this reality because for Nachamish Gamzu, even as when he he's self prayed for punishment, so to speak, was we could see the good, right? But listen how listen on a Kabbalistic level how the Torah says this. 
Bitzad Hachesed Hanikra Toiv. Listen to this. Gam Zu Latoiva. This too is for the good. He wanted to connect Chesed, which is Toiv, the attribute of Chesed, of kindness. And he says, Gam Zu, this too, which is Nikra Small, left, as we said last week, which left, I'm not just talking politically, well, uh, the, le- the left, uh, the left is the, 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 the what sometimes referred to the evil inclination, but in this case, not the evil inclination. Um, the, the left on this is the, the, the act of guru or din, judgment, you know, harsh judgment. Harsh judgment means that there could be a person can need something because they sinned or they messed up or they have to be fixed, but it's just harsh. Chesed is the kindness, sweetens it, right? So my wife, I'm going to speak my kid, you know, he needs to take the medicine. He may have despised that medicine. He did despise the medicine. He didn't want the medicine. It tasted gross in his words. He needs the medicine. So what did my wife do? She got ice cream. She gave him a smoothie. Well, kishmak. He still didn't want the medicine. So it was still a whole shebang. But it made it much better. He needed the medicine either way. So it was ice cream and a smoothie and a whole... I, 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 I take the ice cream and smoothie. It was good to me. Right? You know? Um, but the point is, is that chesed sweetens... The, 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 it sweetens it. It actually makes what's necessary uh, better. It says, the zoo, it's not just the Sweden's it, it, it actually uh, appreciates and concretizes, brings the world that it's ultimately good. The gamzu, even when it's the judgment, the din, the left, which is guru, it's eno elotov, it's really chesed, it's really goodness. Because, by the way, my kid takes some medicine, I'll be healthy. And nakam ish gamzu, live with this reality, that everything should be good, and it, with that he sweetened it. So even when there was medicine to be taken, um, he, 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 it was with chesed. Actually, the Gemara talks about a whole case, I'm not going to get into all the details, where they needed to send a messenger to Rome to stop a terrible decree. Now, Nachamish Gamzu, the teacher of Akiva, was one of the worst, the darkest periods of Jewish history. You know, during, during Pax Romana, where they had conquered uh, Israel, destroyed the base Hamikdash afflicted the Jews, tried to wipe out Judaism largely. Um, and now Kanish Gamsu is going on this, this mission, which is mission impossible. And the Gemara says that they said Nachamish Gamsu because he was a Mulumid Benesim. Miracles happened around him. Miracles, amazing. And this Gemara gives a couple examples of that. But the point is, is Nachamish Gamsu, his, because he always saw Chesed, even in the most dire of circumstances, brought chesed into his life. He didn't want to get out of his personal circumstances, for whatever reason the Gemara says, but he always saw the good, and when you do that, Kabbalistically, metaphysically, spiritually, you bring chesed into the world. You bring chesed into your life. Uh, you bring chesed into your life, and, you're, and you bring, it's a chesed to Hashem to see the good. Imagine now, again, my son, this little kid, who doesn't want the medicine, and he's that, but now a kid you can't expect this from. But he says to my wife, even though he has the medicine, which is not good, he hates it with a passion. Thank you, <laughs> right? Thank you. Hey, um, you know, um, Mrs. K, I think she's still on the phone. I see her on the phone. So um, I can tell you, I've been in that room many times uh, in the OBGYN ward with childbirth. Uh, when you get an epidural, 
I never had it. Usually, my Shalos on Easter gets good for a couple of weeks um, after watching, you know, the miracle of a baby. Um, I, I, but but watching that epidural, that looks like it kills. But Mrs. K, is it good to get? I'm sure. A lot of thank yous in that room. It is uh, one of God's great creations. Right. <laughs> right. Actually, I see Julia Summers is on the phone as well, and she could probably, uh, you know, also say that it, you know she's not you know with, with us. So, but but it's painful. You get an epidural. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. Um, it's not, you know, it, it's very, you have to sit there and the whole thing, but it, it helps, you know, and really when a person understands that even all of our challenging moments are epidurals at some level, we, under, we appreciate it. Really, when, when you get an epidural, you say thank you um, to the person who's giving you uh, that, 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 uh, that, you know, that, you know, that God, one of God's great creations. I remember actually just in passing, it's just, it's that, I remember somebody said to me, um, it shouldn't get an epidural because the Torah says that, uh, that, 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 you know, basically, it was a man, by the way, just for the record, that, you know, a woman's supposed to suffer after Adam. I'm like, you out of your mind. Like, I'm not going to go with God. It's like, she, she said, don't take medicine because God made you sick. So don't take, I mean, like, the whole, like, you know, like, don't take epidural. Like, like some guy, well, you shouldn't take epidural. Like, you know, you go through childbirth, you know, not do it. The point is, I'm just going back, is at the end of the day, this kind of reality is how Nachemish comes with it. And not only did he bring that chesed to himself, he brought chesed to the world. It's, in, in, it's interesting he brings it. We started off, which we're going, to get, we're going to swing back to a lot next week, doing chesed to others. Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Harman, loving Hashem and going to do chesed. And I believe, he does, I didn't see this anywhere, but I believe the reason he says this, and this is so true, is if you want a marathon of life of chesed, if you want to be a bal chesed, you're going to have to deal with a lot of disappointments and challenging moments. You know, Chaim Soloveitchik, um, you know, was, was not only the great one from the greatest Tamid Chachamim a hundred plus years ago, the Rav of Brisk, the Rosh Hashiva of Philosophy at one point, but he was known as, he would take all the orphans of illegitimate children, his house, people would walk in and out, his kids would get kicked out of their beds, people would sleep in it, people would just take things. He was a house, like he opened it in ways like Avram Avino. But no matter what, you're dealing with a lot of ingrates, a lot of disappointments, uh, there's sometimes there's personal disappointments in your own life. You want to have guests, but you just can't afford it. Whatever it may be, you want to you want to learn. You want to, you, to be in a bal chesed and to stick with it. You need to love Hashem. You need to see whatever matzah, whatever situation you're in. That's what Hashem wants. So not only does that bring chesed to the world through your action, your deed, through your thoughts, but it allows you. It gives you the spiritual energy. You know. In order to, to do, you need to have, you have emotional space. You need to have spiritual energy. If you're lethargic, if you're overwhelmed, if you're sad, if you're angry, you don't have the capacity in you. You don't have the ability to give. Right? To be a giver, you need to have emotional space. You need to have emotional energy. And if you're embittered or sad or disappointed, it, you just don't have it in you. Uh, and so not only is it, on, I believe... Is it does it do, do chesed to world? It empowers you to be able to do chesed. In the beginning of the tukuni zar, which is one of the sections of the zar, one of the books of the zar, perish ezu chesed. Who is a pious person? A person a meschasid im koino, 
a person um, who does chesed with his, with, with his creator. Listen to this. The shigmilas chasadim shadam ois. But this is not the real kabbalistic part. I didn't realize we're going to do that next week. <laughs> we just started. Shemis chasad im koyno. The shigmilas chasadim shadam ois betach toynim. Sarach shechavim ba hatikan ha'alin digmaso. We do chesed with God kaviachol when we bring chesed to God's world. God wants this world to be a world of greatness, just like. When you help someone's child, you're helping the parent, right? When you help God's world, whether it's the children, the world at large, you bring, you're, you're helping, so to speak, God, because God wants that to all. So we emulate Hashem and bring chesed into the world. We, we allow it to come to this world. It's like doing a chesed to God, right? Uh, um, going back, if someone, my wife gives my kid a ride, if somebody gives, gives my kid a ride, someone else, the kid didn't do a, a, a kindness to my child, he did kindness to my wife and I. Right? They helped us. Right? When we bring chesed to the world, we're helping Hashem. And therefore, we need to know all the types of chesed that we can do with others. And if you really want to do chesed, we should have in mind, we're not only to help this person, we're helping bring Hashem into the world. When we live a life of chesed, we're making the world more chesedic. We're making the world a more of a world of chesed. Next week, we'll start to delineate some of the chesedim that you and I can do through our actions that not only makes us emulate Hashem, but brings Hashem more into the world that we live in. Okay? So, Mirza Hashem, we will resume next week. Thank you very much, Thank everybody. You so much, Rabbi.